You're listening to The Social Workers on WCDB Albany. Okay, welcome back to The Social Workers live radio talk show on WCDB 90.9 FM Albany. We are excited to be back here today at The Social Workers. My name is Eric Hardiman, and I'm here with my co-host, Alyssa Lotmore. Welcome back, Alyssa. Hi, Eric, and I'm excited to be here with students today. So tell us a little bit about what's going on today. We have four graduate students with us, and they're going to talk about an important film that they'll be screening, right? Yes, the bystander moment. It's part of their public engagement month, but it's also part of the capstone project here at UAlbany, where students are choosing to instead of taking a class, be involved with the community and create a project that connects the school with the community. So for the next 20 minutes or so, we will be interviewing four graduate students from the University of Albany's School of Social Welfare. The students are Anna Fields, Elisa Donato, Angela Grimshaw, and Yvonne Garcia. We are incredibly excited to have them here. They've started this project on their own. They've come up with the idea for showing this film and having a discussion event that engages the community. And it's all part of, as you said, Alyssa, a course here at the School of Social Welfare that uh, blends the ideas of community engagement and social change together. So welcome to our show. We're, we're looking forward to hearing about your project and looking forward to hearing a little bit about why you took this class and why you're interested in community engagement too. So welcome. Thank you, Thank you for having us. And you speak as one. That's great. <laughs> so, so I guess, you know, may, maybe if you could start just by telling us a little bit about why this course and what interested you about community engagement and how that, how that uh, plays into this project that you're going to tell us about. Absolutely. Um, well, thank you again for having us here. Um, uh, this is Anna Fields. I, um, I decided to take this course personally because I really thought that I wanted to blend my experience of social work in the classroom with actual community engagement and be able to um, take what I'm learning and actually apply it to kind of a real um, real life situation, but that can actually make an impact um, both on the community and on myself and other students. Um, and this topic that we chose, um, the film, The Bystander Moment, Transforming Rape Culture at Its Roots, um, presented by Jackson Katz, who is a scholar and social worker, um, it's a really um, a very timely topic that centers kind of around uh, the Me Too movement, which has impacted all four of us and we know has impacted a lot of people in our lives. Um, and so this was an opportunity, I think, for myself to kind of be in touch with a more personal, um, a more personal issue for me um, and to be able to kind of, uh, you know, bring, bring about some change, hopefully some social change. Um, but also just to bring more awareness to this topic. I think it's really important. Great. So it's, it's a topic, the Me Too movement and rape culture, uh, that is obviously current right now. It's, it's, it's something that we're talking about in the media, that we're talking about in the social sphere. We're talking about everywhere these days. And so um, your group has named itself. In some ways, you've appropriated the name Me Too, and you've, you've called yourselves... The four of you have called your group Educate Me Too. Can you talk a little bit about how you came up with that name and, and why you call it Educate Me Too? Uh, yeah, we'd love to talk about that. So we were really inspired by what the Me Too movement is doing today, how they're using media and the hashtag to spread and really um, draw awareness to the sexual assault and rape culture that happens in our society. 
And we realized that it has a lot of controversy tagged along with it. The Me Too, the opposers of the Me Too movement have a lot to say. And what we really want to do is engage everyone on that level. So educate Me Too, educate on what Me Too is about, educate on where we want to see the movement go and what we want from the movement and how it impacts everyone on an individual level as well as the entire society. And that's really why we wanted to just kind of have people question like, huh, what's that about? And get interested, intrigued, and check us out a little bit more and see what's going on. And this event is open to not just the UAlbany community, not just the social work community, the UAlbany community, and also the Albany and Capital Region community as well, right? And was there a reason you wanted it to be not just housed in the School of Social Welfare, housed with the UAlbany student body? Was there a reason that you wanted it to be able to be available to the public as a whole? Um, I think because we are trying to engage the community, we obviously would like to engage the entire community. And we, I think that this is definitely um, a topic that affects everybody. So we wanted everybody that was available to be able to come and participate and talk about it. And it's, um, it's kind of a topic that, of course, started off um, on social media and it took off on social media, yeah. which is a great thing, I think, because that, that allows, allows information to spread so quickly. But it also kind of creates a barrier for people to hide behind. So this, I think, is um, we're, we're trying to present an opportunity for people to get together, speak publicly, and really be able to speak their mind and think, talk about things openly in a safe environment. And it's, that's open to everybody. And, and I, I like the fact that you're, uh, you're really foregrounding the idea of discussion, that this is about discussion that, and I don't want to speak for your group, but it sounds like this event is that you will show a movie and then have a discussion afterwards, right. correct? Yeah. So this is not a lecture. This, right. this is not where, even though your group is called Educate Me Too, mm -hmm. it's education through discussion right. and education through it's conversation. It's not education through lecturing. It's presenting something that we can all talk about and discuss and every different type of opinion about it is welcome. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that's really different from what's going on. A lot of the times when we try to engage in conversations, we end up in arguments. Mm -hmm. And what we really want to do is encourage listening, encourage acceptance, encourage um, people to be able to share their stories, share their experiences in an environment that's open to hearing them and not one that's closed off and just saying, well, this is my point and this is why I believe it and this is why I'm not changing. That's not the point. We just want for us, the four of us, to gain education, to learn more, because we are in no way, shape, or form experts on this topic. Mm -hmm. We're just really interested, and we want to share some of our knowledge and get some back. So it's really about um, networking and sharing together, and everyone is going to learn from this event. Great. The, the other thing is that the four of you are uh, just finishing your graduate degrees in social work, and so you'll become social workers in a few short months. Uh, professional social workers and one of the roles as we talk about even here on the show uh, with social work is that the social work profession has a if not a mandate certainly a, a responsibility to engage in education of the community with the community for the community so I wonder you know maybe Yvonne could you talk a little bit about sort of the connection to social work and, and why 
uh, a film like this would be important for social workers? Sure. Um, well, I think a film like this would be important to anyone, um, specifically social workers, uh, because you never know uh, who you're meeting and what type of uh, past trauma um, may have impacted them or a loved one. So uh, anytime a social worker or anyone in the community can gather more information um, about current topics or current events that are impacting people in general, I think it's really important, especially for a social worker. Um, even if you've never had that experience personally in your life, if you're fortunate to not experience anything like this um, or have a loved one experience this, it's really important for social workers to be aware of um, other topics that are going on um, in the community and to hear other people's voices, even if they're fortunate to not have clients that have experienced this. Right. So I think it's important for uh, social workers to um, be involved in any community events and um, really expand on their knowledge of what's going on in their um, community. Yeah, I mean, part of what I hear you saying and, and part of what I understand from your group too is that social work as a profession is maybe at a moment where it needs to start talking out more and speaking up in public and start engaging the community. And in, some, in, in almost all ways, that's what your project is about. It's about engaging the community with a a topic that is not always easy to talk about, right? I mean, this is, this is a topic right. that can be seen as taboo, and I think you touched on it a little bit, uh, Lisa, when you said, um, you know, that, that this is, I'm, I don't want to paraphrase, but, but that it's, it's not always something that's... Uh, spoken about openly. Spoken about openly. So right. talk about that. Why, how do you, how will you, uh, so when this event happens on April 23rd, it's, as, as we said, it's a topic that's not easy to talk about, that can be seen as taboo. How will you manage that discussion? How will you facilitate when things get um, political or when things get taboo and get difficult to talk about? I think part of what um, we will definitely try to do at this event, um, as Elisa had said before, is make sure that people know it's a safe space to talk. Um, we also have talked with the Advocacy Center at UAlbany about offering um, their services um, during the event so that if anyone feels that they're triggered, um, if anyone feels uncomfortable at any point, there's going to be um, people there through the Advocacy Center who they can actually step outside and talk with. Um, and that's part of what we're offering as, you know, this is a safe space, but if you don't feel safe, there are other options. You don't have to stay. Um, it's not something that you do need to share. Um, any information, but if you do feel that you want to, um, and it really, it's a dialogue, you know, it's, it's about um, not only just sharing experiences, but sharing perspectives and opinions about this topic, no matter what they are, um, and we want to make sure that everyone feels welcome, um, and I think that the topic of this film um, being the bystander moment, which comes from the bystander effect, which is spoken about pretty much through the whole film is that it's a social responsibility of everyone, no matter whether you've been impacted by something like this or not. Um, and it's something that reaches every single person's life. And so there's room for everyone at the table to talk about it. And I think that for us to be there to kind of facilitate the discussion with the panelists as well as with the audience, um, to just make sure that everyone feels that their opinions and perspectives can be heard. That's the most important part because we all have this social responsibility mm -hmm to be a part of this topic. 
And as we're talking about, I liked a lot of the things you just said, because when you're thinking about planning a, a capstone project and what has to go into it, I mean, you've reached out to the advocacy center, said, can you come here, help us create this, have this as a safe space. You've arranged for panelists, you're gonna be facilitating a discussion, not just showing a film. There's a lot that went into it, and can you go a little go into a little bit about this process for you to be able to plan an event that might seem like, oh, we're just showing a film, but like, you're not. You're doing a lot of, there's a lot of other components to this project to make it come out something that's a, a resource for the community. Right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> okay, so our process was a difficult one. Okay. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, it had to be the entire fall semester. We were saying, like, we want to do this educate me too thing. But how? What is it? Right? What <laughs> is it? Like, and we explored creating different kinds of educational, um, like, classes, for example, going into classrooms in, like, middle schools and high schools and talking to them about this topic because... It starts somewhere, like, people have to know about it when they're kids, how to treat one another and how, um, what should and shouldn't be acceptable in our society. And then there were so many barriers that we came into with that and just kind of how to get it all done in one year, in the two semesters that we had, and just making it work and seeing if we could do this not even if it would be a success but if it could even happen in the first place and we toyed around with that and then we toyed around with having like a conference doing uh just a regular discussion and while we were writing our paper that kind of summarized what's going on when it comes to this topic which was huge because how do you summarize this topic um we found Jackson Katz, who did a TED Talk, and he really emphasized the importance of violence against women and how it was a men's issue, if I'm paraphrasing him right now, and uh, kind of emphasized how men are really the aggressors in our culture when it comes to violence against women and not just domestic violence, but sexual assault and emotional and um, psychological violences against anyone. He even points that out. Definitely check out his TED Talk, Jackson Katz. <laughs> and um, we really became interested in what he has to say and we began like following him on social medias and seeing what he's up to. And it was the very beginning of this semester that they came out with this um, film. And we watched it and we were amazed. And we said, this is it. This is what we're going to share. This is what we're going to do. But we didn't want to just do this and be like, oh, here, come watch and go on ahead let's talk about it as well. So that's really how we got here. And Right. I think the basis of our project, we really wanted to focus on having like an open dialogue, a discussion. I think we had toyed with the idea of, of having like an ongoing, you know, safe space for people to come and, and discuss topics mm -hmm. like this. And when we found this film, we thought, well, this is perfect. We can have both of these things together and maybe we have one event, but maybe this trickles on out into the mm -hmm. community past what we're doing. And so other people 
who come to see the film, who participate in this dialogue, can actually go out and have those conversations with other people within their own circles. And I think that that's really the impact that we're hoping for. Um, we know that it's been impactful for all four of us throughout the process, and we've all had tough discussions with our friends and our family members and our uh, colleagues um, about um, issues like this um, that are in this film. And it's really interesting to hear different people's perspectives, honestly, and I think that that's the biggest part of this is just, and what Educate Me Too stands for is that we're educating one another. We're spreading the awareness, we're spreading more perspectives and opinions, and we're trying to work towards like a more positive um, social change in terms of behaviors and attitudes and adjusting what has been acceptable in society in terms of violence against women, but not just women, against men and against anyone. Um, and kind of changing those attitudes. And I think that that's what we want to happen during this discussion. And it's very timely. And I do want to mention that it is Sexual Assault Awareness Month. And that's also partially why we chose this month to do this um, film and this presentation. Um, because one in three women and one in four men are um, sexually assaulted in a physical way in the United States. And that's according to the CDC. Um, so this is a, you know, this impacts so many people. Um, but it isn't talked about enough and you may see it on social media You may see it in a fleeting article that comes past your page or you scroll past it, but um, Not many people actually sit down in a room together to talk about it. So yeah. So if you've just tuned in we are here at the social workers and we're interviewing a group of four graduate students from the U Albany School of Social Welfare and their group is called as Anna just said educate me too and they are showing a film on April 23rd at 5 p.m. from 5 to 8 and that includes some intro discussion the film and then some follow-up discussion the way I understand it the film is called the bystander moment transforming rape culture at its roots and features the work of Jackson Katz so uh, you mentioned social change yes so one of the things I'm curious about when I hear you talk about social change is that um, I, th I think of social change as often starting with the individual first and then emanating outwards. So how have the four of you changed as a result of doing this project? What have you learned? What have you learned about uh, either about rape culture, about the Me Too movement, but also about you know, community engagement and social change? What, what are the ways that the four of you have changed? Eric's asking the tough question. It's a tough question. <laughs> that is, you gotta sit and actually like marinate with that for a second. Well, um, one thing I can say that I learned um, in working in this project, and I don't know that I've communicated it maybe to my team teammates, but um, I think I'm just kind of opposite of what Angela was saying. This project is kind of fluid um, for me. Um, in the beginning, last semester, the project began on a uh, stance of female empowerment, mm -hmm. and then it trickled into uh, what we have now, which is the bystander moment. So uh, I've always seen this project as, and I still do, even though we're talking about rape culture, and it, it is to be inclusive um, with everyone, but I always saw it as a female empowerment. Um, and that's kind of what I wanted it to be from last semester in my beginning conversations with Anna, um, because we were, and we are a team of four women. Um, it was really important, and that was a big part of why I took the course. Uh, it was because I wanted to be involved in a class where I can choose my own project. Um, I'm really involved in uh, volunteerism on my own outside of school, and I wanted to be able to bring that into 
um, the classroom. So although this project now is sort of changed from our original vision of um, women's empowerment, partly because we did hear other students talking about their own project, I still see this as a team of four women yeah. um, working on a project and it is a female empowerment um, project because it is four women uh, coming together and, and doing this and I'm really proud of the work that um, the three of us, or three of them and you know four team of four women have done um, so I just kind of wanted to mention that that yeah. it's it started out as female empowerment and I still see it that way um, and I think capstone uh, the course has the ability to do that for students and whatever your gender is and whatever your sexual orientation is like this class has the ability to do that for students and, and maybe the empowerment angle is an interesting one too. I'm glad you mentioned that because I, I get the sense that uh, showing this film and having a discussion of this film, will that one of your goals as a group is also to empower audience members to not just watch the film and think about it, but also empower them to start their own discussions and to, to spread the, uh, I don't want to say spread the message because there's not one there's message, right. but, but to have, message, but. To, to empower them to go have difficult conversations right. elsewhere in their lives. I guess maybe that if there were to be one message, it would be that this is something that can be talked about. It shouldn't have to be taboo. It's so far reaching and it affects so many people. And I mean, just from our research and our discussions, it's like astonishing how many people have been affected by either sexual harassment, sexual assault from, you know, um, and the fact that it is so taboo to still talk about, despite the fact that it affects so many people, is definitely something I think that we are trying to change. So if there is one message, even though there isn't really a message, it is that this should be something that people feel comfortable openly discussing and yeah. right. finding resources and other people that, that they can turn to to discuss. And right. And I think back. to piggyback on what Elisa is saying too is that um, I know for myself personally and I think probably for all of us, um, it's made us more conscious about our own actions, um, mm -hmm. our own lives and the things that we say, the things we do and, and really just our general awareness around how other people um, are acting and behaving and what their perceptions are. I think it's kind of made us really tune in to um, what uh, rape culture and toxic masculinity really are, which is, you know, it's it's a underlying aggression and violence towards um, women, particularly women. Um, and it can be through a joke. It could be right. through just a, um, a simple, you know, gesture of the body, but it comes off as something. Emoji. Uh, an, yeah. an emoji on your phone. Um, there's so there's many, so many different there's ways so many like microaggressions um, that really are demeaning and derogatory and can be considered harassment towards women. And I know that for myself, I've become much more aware of those in my own daily life. And I've really tried to, um, you know, curb those behaviors and to be a lot more cognizant of those things. And I think that that's something too um, that we really want other people to take away from this is that we all have this social responsibility and it happens in our everyday lives whether we're aware of it or not and I think that that's we want to bring more awareness and more attention because you are in charge of your own behaviors you're in charge of the things that you say you have control over yourself you may not have control over others but I think what what you can do is set an example for other people and I think what you can also do is you can call out people 
um, on their actions and behaviors. And that's one thing that I think a lot of people are afraid to do, especially within their own friend groups, is if you see someone or someone doing something or saying something that you feel is unacceptable or inappropriate, to call them out on it right. and to just say, you know, really, I don't think that that's, you know, appropriate or acceptable um, because it could be hurting others and you don't really realize it. So it's becoming more conscious and aware of yourself as well as um, setting an example for others. So I'm curious, and you know, for any of you, what, what do you think it is about calling out, the notion of calling out that, that in our society that people don't always feel comfortable as bystanders intervening and stepping in uh, to social situations and, and quote unquote calling out something that's inappropriate? I think we have a real issue in our society in accepting that we may be coming from a place that is uneducated or unknowing. Hmm. And so if you say something and someone calls you out on it, the urge is to get defensive and to say, no, I wasn't wrong and to stay in your pathway instead of accepting the point, accepting the knowledge that's being brought to you and saying, oh, hey, I didn't know that. Thank you for informing me. And I'm going to make the change. Thank you for educating me too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's hard to come from a place that's saying, oh, I'm in the wrong. My bad. Let me right. change what I do. Change is hard, but that's what we want. That's the way that we want our educate me to discussions and dialogues to go and I'm going to be honest they haven't always gone that way every discussion that I've gone into about this topic about this project hasn't always ended with a happy like yeah this is awesome but it hasn't ended in an argument so I'll call that right so that's a good um and if you have to have these discussions a hundred times over that's fine they're hearing it. If you let someone stay with the status quo that's offensive or hurtful or harmful to other people without calling them out on it, maybe they don't know. And if they do know, maybe call it into their action and say, like, it's not okay with me, so that maybe right. it's in the back of their head. Like, yeah. but they it might is, not it is change, difficult but... to be the one person to, to do the calling mm -hmm. out because if you're the one person that you feel like you're going against the grain or you're just you're not with the group that's hard to do it's yeah. hard to open your mouth and you put yourself in the your line of fire exactly a little bit right um and i think people just don't want to be criticized and mm -hmm. that that's a hard thing i think to sometimes stand for um i guess for lack of a better term but social justice really right um and that's that's what you're really doing is you're standing up for social justice not maybe just for yourself but for other people you're putting yourself out there for all of the survivors of sexual assault and rape and harassment, um, and you're calling out what we're trying to change. The you know? more people that are willing to speak up about it, then perceptions mm -hmm. will change, ideas right. will change, hopefully, so. Right, right. I mean, the, the movie, the subtitle of the movie is Transforming Rape Culture at Its Roots, and I like that idea of transform transformation, mm -hmm. that if we are going to try to change the culture around this topic, it's going to take people talking out. One it's going one. to take conversation. Right. And if individuals are interested in joining the conversation, again, this is April 23rd from 5 to 8 p.m. right here on the downtown campus, uh, 135 Western Avenue in Milne 200. 
how are they able to have to RSVP? What is the best way for individuals who might be hearing this on WCDB um, or on our podcast? How is the best way for them to get more information or contact you if, if needed? Well, we have two social media pages. We have an Instagram um, page and we also have a Facebook page and you can find that at, at Educate Me Too um, for both. Um, and on both of those media platforms, we have posted um, an actual event page as well as a SurveyMonkey link. Um, we do um, want people to use the link so that we can make sure that the community is being reached and that they're able to come and it's not just um, open to cam uh, the campus community. Um, and we also are going to have flyers that we're going to be putting out into the community and across campus. Um, so even if people aren't able to sign up through our link, we're hoping that we just have people that show up and, and really want to be there. So if they didn't find the link or they're not on social media, they can still they can come still to yeah. Milne 200 yeah. on April 23rd at 5 p.m. So, yeah. And there's yes. free food. Yes, I'm yep. not sure free, food. free food. Okay. There will be food. Everyone loves free food. <laughs> Great. So you've been listening to The Social Workers here on WCDB Albany. My name is Eric Hardiman, and I've been here with my co-host, Alyssa Lotmore. And we've been discussing uh, with a group of four graduate students from the University of Albany School of Social Welfare. We've been discussing a project that they have developed and will be uh, implementing on April 23rd, which is the film The Bystander Moment, Transforming Rape Culture at Its Roots, featuring Jackson Katz. And so we're looking forward to seeing the film on the 23rd. We hope that um, folks that are listening can find out more information through your social media pages. Educate Me Too, and I assume that's a hashtag as well? Correct. Correct. If Absolutely. not, we'll make it one. We'll make it one. Okay. <laughs> so thanks for listening. And uh, Alyssa, we'll be back soon with more episodes, correct? Yes. April 11th, we're back live in the studio with back-to-back-to-back to back to back guests, so it'll be a... Three different guests. It'll be a whole, whole 10 to noon segment. Okay, and how can listeners find out about the Social Workers radio show? We, uh, we do have our website on the School of Social Welfare's page. You can also find us at the Social Workers Radio Talk Show .fm. That's a long one. Or you can just find us on Twitter at Social Workers FM. And if you just Google Social Workers Radio, chances are you will find you us. You will find us. So thanks for listening. You've been listening to WCDB Albany, The Social Workers. You're listening to The Social Workers on WCDB Albany.